Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Goddess Glow Up podcast. I am your host, Mona White, and I want to welcome you here. Now, I'm not even going to say what I always say every time I begin my podcast. I'm not going to say it the way I normally say it, but I'm going to say it because it needs to be said. (laughs) I'm going to do better, you guys. I'm going to do better with creating new podcasts on a schedule. I really am. In fact, I was thinking about when I get off from completing this podcast, what I am going to do is sit down and write out a schedule for all my social media. So here's why. I have two things to discuss with you. Actually, maybe three things. And hopefully, um, because I don't have a, I don't have anything formatted or written out. I'm just really going off the dome right now. So hopefully I can remember everything that I want to cover in this podcast because I was really inspired to make this tonight. So the first thing that I want to discuss with you, I talked about creating a schedule for all of my social media. The reason for that is I want to be more intentional with what I'm putting out into the universe. I've said that on my I Am Goddess TV YouTube channel. I have said that in blogs that I've actually written and posted on Instagram. I've said that in conversations that I'm having with my clients and my students in my private groups. And I'm saying that to you. I really want to plant the seed of growing all of my platforms to the level in which lives can be changed, number one, while I'm changing my life, and grow it in a way where the people that are attracted to the content are, in fact, my people. When I talk about my people, I mean, so, okay, so let me, let me go back. Today I was sitting on the edge of the bed, right? And I was thinking to myself, like, dang, goddess, you are such a unique individual. Like you are, I'm not one-sided. I'm not, I am, I am just like, there are so many layers to me. There's so many layers to my gifts, my talents, my personality, that it's really hard to pinpoint who my audience is simply because sometimes I want to give you a little bit of this. I want to give you a little bit of that. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about that. I'm just like, I feel like, and I have said this on many occasions that I'm all over the place, but I'm not all over the place. I am in spirit. I'm inspired to be all of me. No period, but comma, comma. I'm a published author, comma. I've created my own skincare line, comma. I am a fitness and nutrition lifestyle coach, comma, I'm a mother, comma, I am an entrepreneur, comma, I am a solo traveler, comma. I mean, there's so many things, you know, that I could do that I have done. 
Um, and I want to use all of them to inspire others. Otherwise, what is it for? What was I gifted all of this for? If I'm going to hold on to it and not put it out into the world and into the marketplace. So I was asking myself, like, surely, Queen, you gotta have a tribe out there that's just like you. You gotta have your people out there somewhere. But where they at though? <laughs> where they at though? So what I've done and what I've been doing in the past is, and you guys probably, you know, cause I'm going to upload this on my YouTube. <laughs> I'm going to upload this on my YouTube channel. You guys probably are exhausted when it comes to hearing this because I've said it on YouTube a million times. And I think this is probably the first time that I'm saying it on my podcast, but I, um, I want my tribe. I want my people. I want those that are down with me, the ones that are going to engage and find value in the content and those that are going to really do the work in the courses that I create, those who are really, you know, my people, my people, period. Like there is a tribe of people out there for me. I am a unique individual. I'm a spiritual woman. I'm a sexy ass woman. I'm a, 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 a feminine woman. I can be a little hard. I'm a tomboy. You know, it's just so many layers to who I am. And every time I try to pluck out certain layers to attract certain individuals, it don't feel right. It doesn't feel authentic. It's not true to who I am. So I'm like, I kind of like stepped back for a minute, right? And I was like, okay, what is the story that I really, really want to tell? Like, who do I want the world to see me as? And I ain't even got to do all that. All I got to do is just be me. Here I am concerning myself with creating content when I am the content. It is what it is. It just is. It just is. The only thing that feels good to me is me being all of me. And yeah, I don't have a strategy for it. Yeah, my life is kind of up and down all over the place. Yeah, I'm quiet. Yeah, I'm complicated. Yeah, I talk a lot. Yeah, I'm forceful. Yeah, I'm bossy. I'm all the things. And that's just who I am. And I know that there are a tribe of people out there who feels me. So I had to step back. I stepped back from everything. Actually, last week I started um, recording a video every day on YouTube and I'm calling it Mayhem because I'm doing it just for the month of May because I really want to stimulate the algorithm and get my videos out there so that I can begin to attract the people who find value and interest and inspiration 
in the content that I'm creating, you know? Um, so that's one thing. That's the first thing that I wanted to talk about. Like tribe, where y'all at? Where's the God squad at? Where my people at? You know, period. So that's one thing I'm going to be praying on. I'm going to really be praying and intentional with speaking that into existence because I've been talking about it and I've been really kind of beating myself up for not having it. You know, it's kind of like all my life, a lot of people have looked at me and they've actually expected so much more. Like they assume so much more of me. They assume it of me. They assume I'm a certain type of individual. So it either pushes people away or it draws people in. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to explain it, but it's always been that way in my life. Imagine if I snatch my motherfucking power all the way and just became this badass motherfucker and just walked my walk and talked my talk. And you know what? I'm about to do that. I'm about to do that. Rather than looking for content, I am going to be the content, period. And people gonna be offended and I have to understand that. And that's what I've been afraid of. Like, oh my God, they're not gonna understand me. They're gonna be so offended. I have to be a certain way. I can't give too much. Nah, uh-uh. I'm giving it all because that's all I have. You know what I'm saying? Like I am 51 years old. And if I'm not true to who I am by now, uh, we can hang it up. We can hang it up. If I am not comfortable in my own skin and giving it to you, the way I'm going to give it to you, period, just being me, then it ain't going to happen. You might as well sit on down somewhere and stay quiet on social media. You might as well hush your mouth. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, that's the one thing that I wanted to discuss and kind of give you an explanation to why I've been quiet on my Goddess Glow Up podcast. That's one reason just kind of like trying to figure out what direction I want to go. I I figured it out now. I'm just going and I'm just in my own lane. Hmm. That's it. I'm in my own lane. I'm just living my life. And with that said, you guys, you may not know, but uh, on Friday, I arrived back here in Bali, Indonesia, and I am so happy about it. I'm so happy about it that I finally was able to hop back up, get my ass on a plane and fly to this beautiful island of Bali, Indonesia. Okay. Bali has a way of welcoming you. Bali has a way of nurturing you. Bali has a way of helping you heal and that's a good thing 
which leads me to the third thing that I want to talk about. So I got here on Friday and the first night that I was here, I was scrolling through social media and I saw one of my favorite artists had just released a new album after being on hiatus himself for a long time. And if you don't know, that is Kendrick Lamar. So child, I put on the Kendrick Lamar uh, um, album on my Apple radio, right? And I'm listening to it. And the next thing I know, my ass is sitting up here boo-hooing. This is the first night I was back in Bali. I was sitting up here crying. I was crying like it really touched me. And when I was finished listening to the album, I had to ask myself like, girl, uh, what's the problem? Like, what is you crying for? What, what, what's up with the tears? And you know what it was, you guys? It was just the fact that so many people, since the world has shifted, are in a healing space. Men and women are like, alike, are in a space of healing. They are giving themselves permission to heal. And I think I was crying because I'm a lyricist. I like to listen to lyrics in the music. I think I was crying just listening to the words of um, Mother, I Sober. Oh my God, if you just listen to that, like the lyrics of that, you can tell he was feeling so vulnerable. Like it takes a real man to be able to discuss the topics that he was discussing, molestation. And I am like so passionate about molestation because I am a victim and a victor of child abuse and molestation. And um, it just hit me different, you know? It hit me different. Actually, a couple of, of uh, songs that I listened to. The other one, I think, was called Daddy Issues. I think it was called Daddy uh, was it called Daddy Issues? I think it was called Daddy Issues. Wait a minute. Yeah, it, it was somewhere along those lines, Daddy Issues. But I just discovered this year, I think the reason why that one hit me so hard, the Daddy Issues one, is because I have carried on in my life for 51 years and didn't realize I had Daddy Issues until I met my real daddy for the first time this year. I didn't even know I had no daddy issues until I met him. And it was like he woke up 
something that was lying so deep and dormant within myself, you know, these whole abandonment issues that I have and the lack of trust and, you know, the lack of the not believing that it, that I'm worthy of being protected and, you know, that um, no man is really going to love me fully. He woke up some shit that was like lying real dormant. But after listening to Kendrick Lamar's album and sitting here on the bed and bawling, you know, really weeping, I realized that I still need to heal. And not only do I need to heal, but it's a lot of people in the African American community who don't speak about these grown people topics. We have swept them under the rug as if they have not existed. And what happens is we spend a lifetime of dealing with the residue of the bullshit that we've endured as kids, all the traumatic experiences that we've gone through and undergone. And it plays out in our life over and over in the background. It never goes away. And we don't realize that a lot of the shit and the difficulties and the challenges and the limiting beliefs and the lack of confidence and the low self-esteem and the feelings of unworthiness stem from the residue of the shit that we don't talk about. We don't have these conversations. We have to come out of hiding. So I believe that the reason why I was sitting on the bed and I was weeping is because I felt like, I don't know, I, I use this thing all the time that I've heard in the past. When you heal, you heal a nation. When a one woman heals, she heals a whole nation. And that goes for men too. It takes a real man, a different kind of man, a special kind of man to say, I was sodomized, I was molested, this happened to me, nobody believed me. You know, it takes a, a real individual period to be able to have that conversation because so often in the African-American community, what we are doing is acting as if these things don't exist because we have been conditioned to hide. I tell my clients this all the time. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So if you are hiding that, if you're hiding your story, you're hiding in every aspect of your life. And the only way that you can begin to heal from those things that are playing in the background is when you speak them out, when you allow yourself to take your power back, because that's when transformation starts. 
That is where the healing starts. When you say, this in fact happened to me. You don't have to hide anymore. You don't have to sweep your, your words under. What happened to you is not your fault. It's not yours to continue to carry. When you release it, you take your power back and you give yourself permission to heal from that childhood trauma. And it doesn't even have to be something from your childhood. It could be something, you know, that has happened to you in your adulthood that you've kind of been conditioned to keep a secret. Dirty old secrets. The dirty old secrets. They dirty up every aspect of our life. I learned after writing my book, and I only told a snippet of the things that took place with me as a child. I only told a snippet of it. And I felt so free and so liberated and so fierce. It just did something to me. Not only the idea of becoming a first time author, but to put my story out there and say, hey, I get to speak my own narrative. I get to create it. I get to take my power back. And I think a lot of times we hold on to that out of fear because if we expose ourselves, for one, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But it's only embarrassing when you think you're the only one who is living through it. You're not the only one. So as I sat here on the end of the bed, listening to this song and weeping, it was a confirmation for me that I'm not the only one. I am not the only one. So when I tell you that I'm looking for my tribe, my people, when I tell you I had that conversation with myself earlier, are you the only one, sis? It gotta be some people out there that can feel you. You can't be the only one. But if you don't allow yourselves to heal, my people, I'm speaking to my people now. If you don't allow yourself to heal, if you don't snatch your fucking power back, I'm not going to be able to see you and you not going to be able to see me. You're going to stay a victim. You're going to stay unseen and unheard. You're going to stay overlooked. You're going to stay feeling undervalued. You're going to stay in a box. It's time to come out. It's time to come out. No more hiding. You don't have to hide anymore. I was so afraid to speak my story because I said, well, if I come out of hiding, then that's gonna shed the light on a lot of other people. What if they're angry with me? What if they get mad? What if they don't talk to me anymore? That's not my problem. 
My problem and my personal responsibility is me and making sure I'm okay. And once I realized that, I got stronger and stronger and stronger. And I want you to be strong. I realize I am the chosen one, but I'm not the only one. I am the chosen one. I'm a free spirit. I have to be free. You know, I'm the sacrificial lamb. I had to go through all of that stuff so that I can come here today and have this conversation with you and give you permission to allow yourself to heal. You're not the only one. You are definitely not the only one. So I want to start talking about these things on my uh, personal platforms because, like I said, I was trying a little bit of everything, throwing things up against the wall and hoping that something stuck. Like, maybe this will bring my people out. Well, maybe this will bring my people out. Oh, maybe this will bring... No. What's going to bring my people out is me coming out. Period. That's what's going to bring my people out. Me being true and authentic to me. And saying, hey, you know what? And it's not that, you know, I'm going to sit around and tell the sad stories all day, every day. Because we all got one. We all got a sad story. I told you, you are not, you're not the only one. But we cannot allow our stories to define us. We cannot continuously play the victim. We got to be able to tell our stories in a triumphant way. Yeah, that shit was fucked up. It happened to me, but guess what? I'm still living my life and I am still healing at the age of 51. So when you see me hop up, sell all my shit, get on a plane and come to a country that is nurturing me and providing peace for me, providing spirituality for me and giving me some time to begin to heal myself. That's what you see. You see me in the process of transforming. You see me in the process of showing up. You see me in the process of living the life that I was created to live so that I can help you give yourself permission to do the same thing. If I don't tell my shit, then you think you thinking you the only one. And if you don't tell your shit, I'm thinking that I'm the only one. So I sat here and I weeped and I was like, oh my God, I was just so proud. I was so proud of him. I was so proud of that young man for saying what he said. You know, he's a talented artist anyway. But to talk about, you know, to have that subject matter when it's so taboo in the African-American community, molestation. It's hard enough for, you know, us women, us females, to have experienced that. But there are men out there that are also 
needing to heal and not willing to tell their own stories because they're afraid, they're ashamed. So if we keep this up, then we stay in this perpetual state of victimhood and shame and guilt and unworthiness. And we never heal. In fact, because we never heal, everybody that comes into our lives is getting that same residue that is left over, that dirty, nasty, ugly trash that plays in the background. They're getting that shit dumped on them too. And it just continues. And I think that's why so many, you know, male and female relationships, so many families are broken because so many individuals are broken. And they stay broken because they're afraid to show up. They're afraid to say what it is. They're ashamed. If I expose myself, it's gonna expose them. It's gonna expose the person that did this to me. And if they're hiding, then I have to hide. If they're never coming to me and apologizing for the things that they did, then I have to pretend like those things didn't happen because that's what they're doing. They know what they did to you. Stop waiting for them to give you an apology. Stop waiting for something that you have to give yourself. You have to apologize to yourself and move on. Take your power back, it's time. So I still need to heal. How about you? Yeah, so thank you for tuning in to another Goddess Glow Up podcast. When I tell you I'm gonna do better, I really am. Now I know what I need to be doing. I'll see you next time. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.